Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Selfish Health Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. And we're just two best friends. We're going on a fat loss journey. (laughs) (laughs) And we're learning to put ourselves first while getting healthy. That's right. And I got a little something from the subreddit, Lose It. Ooh, I love that subreddit, Ryan. Yeah, it's it's growing on me. (laughs) (laughs) The title of it's, uh, Let's Not Continue to Confuse Weight Loss with Fat Loss by a user with the unique name of Grind Time. I'm 23. <laughs> Grind time rights. I see so many people on here concerned with only the scale, their weight, and how many pounds of weight they lose, when in reality, they should be concerned with how many pounds of fat they lose. We tend to stick to weight on the scale because it is easy to track and is a basic measurement of progress, but I feel that too much emphasis is focused on this basic measurement, that the main focal point of losing fat is not really thought of properly. Weight loss can come in many forms, such as a loss of lean mass, fat, water, constipation, and other variables. So the focal point should not be solely on the scale, but using various other means to track fat loss and progress. Because scale victories are only a small part of what we are trying to accomplish here. That scale could drop, but you could be just as fat as you were before, and you think you're winning, when in reality, the weight lost isn't fat. Bum, bum, bum. Grind time 23. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a good point. This is what you and I have been kind of grappling with. Yes. So we're going to talk about that, but let's go ahead and talk. You know, we had kind of a downer episode last time. We were struggling. Sorry. So let's get into how it went last week. Hit the music, Todd. All right, Ryan, you spent another week. With yourself. (laughs) Yes. It was miserable. You, yourself, and you. (laughs) Actually, I had a pretty decent week. I think I'm only down a couple of pounds. I think four total, but a couple of pounds. Yeah. So, there's some progress. It's it's doing good. I well, we don't know, Ryan, because that's just scale weight. Yeah, my scale weight. But, I mean, my scale weight does calculate my body fat percentage. Yeah, it's true. So... Yeah, in honor of today's episode, I will say that I went from 243 down to 240. Again, we were up and probably a lot of food weight. But here's the kicker here, Ryan. Yeah. I went from 34.4% body fat to 34.1% body fat. Okay. So 0.3% body fat drop. That is what I'm celebrating here today. And likewise, I went from 41% body fat to 39.4%. Bam. Trying, man. There you go. I thought you looked less percent body fat. <laughs> I dehydrated myself before the show. Yeah. You went the Hugh Jackman route, yeah. getting ready for that Wolverine shirtless. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it is something that I think a lot of practically almost everybody, we all look at just the number on the scale yeah. of pounds lost. Right. Just because you do want to see some progress. And I think, to be fair, I think it's still positive to see that, those numbers, too. Well, let me just talk about last week because oh, my bad. that's the segment we're in, Ryan. Oh, so well, then I'll shut up. <laughs> before we get into the topic, because this is a, it's a heavy topic and we've been really messing with it. So I know we'll have a lot to talk about. But first, let me just say this. Last week, I really tried to focus on the mental health side. Mm. of this because remember I kept saying 
up until the last week, which was an absolute <laughs> failure. Before that, remember, I was like, oh, I'm a couple months in. I'm really locked in. It's me. I'm doing great. I'm locked in. <laughs> and then I had this week and it was a downward spiral. So then part of me was like, I'm struggling in another way, yeah. which is if I feel like I didn't get out there and walk three miles and I didn't hit that workout, which I'm probably overworking myself, Yeah, that I'm like, Oh, no, I'm not going to burn enough calories to make up for the calories that I ate. Oh, you know, it's this big mental struggle that I've had. You guys take a drink every time we say struggle. <laughs> but it's this thing that I've it's really been bothering me that on the opposite side, I've developed this sort of like neurotic concern for if I don't get my walk in, if I don't get this in, then I'm messing up too. And that's just as bad. Yeah. So I forced myself to take a couple of days off and I still ate well and I celebrate that as an accomplishment. You're probably doing more good than, than anything, but you do set yourself up mentally. Right. If you don't see progress and you're constantly doing something, it may make you quit. I mean, that's what kind of happened to me. Yeah. I kind of did that. You know, Chris, for a minute there, I was like, man, I'm going to walk every day. And we did whatever. And you like, did. And then you were probably off a day or two. And then you're like, I've completely fucked this thing up. Yeah. I'm I, back at square one. Exactly. But a whole mean, pizza. <laughs> and a whole Pepperidge Farm coconut cake. Oh Here we go. Yeah. Glass of milk with it. Mm. <laughs> I do think even with overdoing it with exercise and stuff like that, you can do like in excess of stuff and, and make kind of a detriment to yourself to some degree. For sure. Yeah. But I will say, however, and again, what you did this past week and to acknowledge it and recognize it, and I think other people should try to do the same, is you being able to go, you know what, I'm going to give myself a break here and feel comfortable, not stress it, and know I'm still making good choices. Because at the end of the day, this journey is honestly, you're not going to be 100% every day, all day. No. There's going to be some times where you make a mistake, you maybe eat something wrong, but the point is, is that you're trying to make a lifestyle change of always trying to make as many good decisions as you can it's a game of averages basically yeah because if you're just doing what you know i'll just use me as an example if you're just doing what i did which was just to not do any type of exercise and never think about what you're eating and just eat whatever the fuck you want then yeah you're gonna be as big as a fucking house you Let know me spit out my drink over here Ryan. <laughs> yeah you'll be big as fuck it's like i'm not trying to be ugly but i'm here because of doing that constantly making my average was always averaging the mistakes, always doing something wrong instead of going, you know what? I'm going to make this decision today, you know, and right. feel good about it. Yeah. I think we, for whatever reason, we want to wear guilt and shame, no matter what. We're looking for it. We're looking for reasons to feel ashamed or feel guilty. Yeah. And- it can be with what you ate. It can be with the fact that, oh, I didn't wake up early and go walk this morning. Yeah. There's a million reasons out there that we just go, yep, I'm still a piece of shit. I knew I wouldn't let myself down in this, <laughs> that I still suck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's that is if fighting that. That's the thing that I'm trying to do with. It's like, if the scale is up, I'm pissed at myself. If I didn't wake up early, I'm pissed at myself. If I ate the wrong thing, I'm pissed at myself. It's like, let that shit go. Yeah. It's time to just yeah, you're getting a little bit of room on this, man. If you messed up, so what? That's what we were saying last episode, which was like, forgive yourself, give yourself grace. Just say, I'll be better next time and go for that. Yeah, 100%. 
You just got to keep chipping away. It's not going to happen overnight. It just isn't. Yeah, it's the two step forward, one step back. It's still really one step forward. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? I think we talked about this off air a couple times, but it's like me and Mike will be sitting here and we'll just, and this has nothing to do, honestly, with just this at all, but, <laughs> right. but we'll be sitting here going, man, God, it's been six months already. Mm-hmm. Any of you that are listening, I, I would assume anybody over the age of whatever, 25, you realize that time is just fucking fast. It is flying by us, right? Right. So really, when you think about it, six months is a lot of work on yourself. That six months will fly by more than you think. And right. then in six months, you go, wow, I've really made some incredible progress. And it wasn't that long. Even yeah. we did it for a couple of months, we're like, man, two months of this and look at the results are already kind If of you're saying? making incremental changes. Yeah. I think if you start off sprinting, yeah. you wear yourself out, then you stop making progress. You went too hard. Yeah. The harder you push, sometimes you don't get the same result. It's like, oh, I'm going to work out extra fucking hard every day. You may not see the type of calorie burn that you're expecting, but what you did is made yourself fucking hungry that day yeah. and you ate like crazy. When it's like, I probably could have worked out a little bit less and then I wouldn't be as hungry and then I wouldn't be as tempted to binge. It's like, why push so hard against it sometimes? To piggyback off of that, our bodies, whether you're fit or fat, our bodies are absolutely incredible. Yeah. That being said, also, when you push yourself that hard, I would assume that your body can get used to it pretty quickly and plateau. And that's why it's so hard to lose weight because our bodies have adapted whatever you believe. Yeah. Our bodies have evolved in a certain way to not starve to death. Yeah. And it's like, I'm saving this and I'm saving that and I'm saving <laughs> this because eventually at some point, food's not going to be available anymore and I'm going to really need this. Yeah. And even when you try to go into that, like, oh, I'm going to cut my calories way down. This is one thing I keep telling you over and over again. Yeah. It's like your body's going to get really good at only burning 1,200 calories a day. And then when you start to eat normal again and you're eating 3,200, it's going, oh, I got 2,000 extra calories now. I'll start saving that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before it goes, oh, wait, I'm getting this all the time. Never mind. Oh, he's fat again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's been fine-tuned to not starve to death, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. We were kind of talking about this a minute ago before we got on here, you know, to get back on the subject of fat loss. Yeah. Because the fittest I've ever been, I was actually not my skinniest. Like weight-wise, I wasn't the lightest I've ever been. Right. In fact, I was 25, 25 pounds heavier than my thinnest, which was 175, was the smallest I've ever been. But I didn't like have muscle or anything like that. I was just whatever scrawny to me for being six foot two. But yeah. at 200 pounds and I wasn't jacked, but I just I had lean muscle. I was super healthy and I was the fittest I was. I felt great. Yeah. I don't know why I fought with it so much then, but kind of getting off subject. But it's just like we were talking a second ago. We talk a lot before we get on air, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Probably should just save all of our conversations for this. But <laughs> right. But even then, I was because wor I was worried about putting on weight by doing and this is where I'm trying to get to. And I think some people struggle with, we go, we want to lose that number on the scale, right? Yeah. So we're scared to build muscle. Yeah. I think that ties into this pretty well. Right. A friend that got me in shape, this is probably around, I don't know, 2011, 2012. That was the fittest I've ever been. But uh, his name was Richard. Cool guy. 
has a pet rooster. I'm lucky. <laughs> Lives in the house with him. It's wild. But uh, I'd eat it. <laughs> but this guy was really incredible shape. And for whatever reason, he was a good enough friend with me. He just took me on and got me healthy and pushed me. But one of my first initial concerns was like, I didn't want to do sit-ups because I want to lose my gut first. And I didn't want to build muscle. I was scared to eat certain proteins and stuff yeah. like that, which I've even battled with now. But I listened to him and I did all the things he pushed me in the direction to do at that time. I would still have whatever, you know, things I kind of wanted, but I leaned into, you know what, I am going to build muscle because the more muscle I have, the more calories and burn at rest, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But that was the leanest I've been, healthy, fit. My numbers were perfect. And it's like, just because I went in and I was like, I'm just going to build some strength. I'm going to have some lean muscle and not be afraid of it. And I was healthy. It will happen. You need to have muscle. You need to not be so scared to starve yourself sometimes too. Because I've done that where I'm like, oh, I've got to stay perfect with this freaking number. Or I try to cheat the system and go, you know, I'm supposed to have whatever, 1800 today. I got 1500. I did really good. But really, I'm probably doing myself an injustice. Yeah, because it would take you two weeks of pulling 300 calories down to see any sort of movement on the scale yeah. from that. But what it will do is still the opportunity for like a few Oreos or <laughs> yeah. a glass of milk or something like that. Something that you really do want. Yeah, I can think about some of the times that I've went really low on calories that day. And then I think about my energy level wasn't really there and I would really be lethargic most of the day. Yeah. And again, it's kind of counterintuitive because I'm not doing anything to motivate myself to move, to exercise. But I'm thinking that's at the time, I'm thinking that was a positive because I'm in a deficit. Right. But like an extreme deficit. It's just an unhealthy way to approach it. Let's just go ahead and get into today's topic of fat loss versus weight loss. Yeah. With what we were talking about, with like eating less or like really trying to overdo it, we're just mentally trying to do everything we can so that tomorrow morning when we step on the scale, the number is lower. Yeah. And that's what we're fighting in this episode. <laughs> and henceforth here on, yeah, we've got to fight that urge to see the lower number. Because in the grand scheme of things, it is a reflection. Look, if we've got tons of body fat to lose, yeah. the number does matter and will move but the more you lose or even as you're losing if you're incorporating some sort of resistance training i did that for a short time remember i was in that plateau and i was gaining muscle at roughly the same amount of time i was losing fat it was really slow was, i was trying to lose fat really slow yeah if we get too crazy with the antics of trying to do a bunch of cardio or starve ourselves just so every morning the number is down we're not really any healthier just because the number is going down doesn't mean we're really making ourselves healthier. Kind of backtracking an episode or two here, but just a quick question while I'm thinking about it. Do we have to look at the scale every day? Do you think it's a must? I think it is if you're just getting into it because you need to be... What it helps is it helps you get used to the fluctuation because okay. it's going to happen no matter what. Nobody loses fat or weight in a straight line. Yeah. Maybe body fat percentage is a more accurate thing to look at because I don't think it fluctuates as crazy as like body weight. Yeah. 
because you can eat a bunch of food one day and be up weight. I mean, we could seriously eat probably seven pounds of food. Yeah. And your body's got to take time to process everything. Exactly. Yeah. You've, I mean, you've probably felt it. I've gone to buffets and ate like crazy and my stomach is literally like distended out (laughs) from eating so much, you know, and that food weight is going to be there and water and all different kinds of stuff. So I think stepping on it every day kind of helps you get desensitized to seeing it go up and then down and then it's like, yes, it's down. But then the next day it's up again. Yeah. Like doing that more often helps you. But ultimately, you probably should pick a day like Monday. Yeah. And then after you've got into the routine, then just go, okay, every Monday morning, I'm going to wait and then see where you're at from this week to that week. Yeah. I was going to say too, on the subject here, me and Mike, I think we both have the same scale. This is not sponsored. Trust me. We're we're new in this... (laughs) podcast sucks and it doesn't mean that we're endorsing this either but this is what we have yeah we both have a withings i think it's a plus or something like that it's actually a fairly like a body in- plus maybe yeah, is body it's plus it's like inexpensive was not crazy expensive at all and it works with the fitbit app that we use yeah but it calculates weight uh it calculates uh body fat percentage yeah body fat percentage and it also does your water weight percentage right or like a hydration type level thing dude it does that it does bone density and it also does muscle body muscle percentage which to just to jump back real quick when you were talking about building muscle especially for ladies that's so important as you get older building muscle also helps with bone density i hear so many people talk about that and go the like mortality for especially women like older in ages like they break some huge bone like a hip or something yeah and then they have a hard time like rehabilitating yes from that so like lifting weights and getting stronger also increases bone density with which is huge as we age you know so that's so important just to tack back on to what you said it's oh, like, yeah, for you're, sure. you're not gonna look like a bodybuilder just because you lift weights yeah that was my funny enough i mean that was my concern when i first got into shape a couple of years back yeah. and even now i was kind of doing that i'm trying to change that mindset i'm trying to do it to this podcast guys or i'm going on the journey with you here <laughs> right but i'm trying to change that perspective too because i'm scared because i am a net both me and mike are naturally just stocky guys yeah so i do worry about i don't want to be was just choking but i don't want to be the guy that can't even scratch his own fucking back i don't want to be that kind of healthy <laughs> right ever even though right now we can't hardly do it <laughs> yeah. for different reasons we scratch each other's back yeah that's right <laughs> it's a good friendship <laughs> but no i just be encouraging to everybody out there don't be afraid of the scale i'm not going to say look at it every day but I definitely going to say it doesn't have to be this one we got. Find you some type of scale that gives you some type of weight loss and at least body fat percentage thing to look at. Yeah. And really start paying attention to the body fat percentage because that is a more important number because losing, we've seen them, the extreme weight loss shows. Yes, they're inspiring. Yes, I want people to get in shape. And if that's the way they want to do it, great. But honestly, some of these people where they get on a scale and they've lost like fucking 16 pounds in a goddamn week. Yeah. That is crazy. Well, and the more you deplete stuff like food and you're going to end up losing a bunch of muscle too yeah and your body just actually goes to that first it's a lot harder to process fat than it is to process muscle because we use muscle more it's kind of like 
all the stuff you put in storage versus all the stuff that's like hanging around <laughs> in your room already. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like fats in storage. That takes longer. You got to plan a day to go get that, sift through that and find what you need. <laughs> yeah. You know, that sweater grandma made you, you know? <laughs> but muscle's readily available right there. And so it starts breaking that down. And so a lot of these people that like really bring their diets down and stuff like that to where they're not eating, they're losing like, I think up to 40% muscle. Wow. Which is like, so- you know, you lose 10 pounds. Well, four of that was muscle. You don't want to lose that, you know. That's a you, huge number. You only want to lose fat. And I would even say this, not even just buying the scale. I'd say also think about how you're feeling. That is like a factor to weigh in of like, am I doing better? Am I healthier? How you're feeling, how you look, use the mirror. Take pictures. You don't have to buy a $100 scale, but don't obsess over the number. Look for other metrics to weigh in on <laughs> how healthy you're becoming. Look, he. this is off subject of fat loss, but that is such an important thing. I really want to stress to everybody who's listening. It's almost like a confidence thing in yourself, but you will be shocked. At once you start going on your journey, whenever it is, take your time, get to it. But when you start going on your journey to get healthy, I'm not telling you when you get thin, get whatever, but when you start getting on your journey to get healthy and you make the right choice here and the right choice there, and before you know it, you're walking three to four times a week. Who gives a shit? You're eating, <laughs> you're eating good. Right. You'll be shocked in about a month's time once you get on that rhythm. Even if you haven't lost crazy weight, the confidence you're going to have in yourself, and I'm not even kidding. And I think we said a couple episodes, you know, when I when we first went on this and I'd lost 15 pounds, even though I was still high in weight, I felt so good about myself. I was more confident even walking around. Yeah. Just because I, I was putting purpose in my life to better myself, I felt better. And because of that, too, you rewrote the definition of who you were, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's a lot of times too, like we talked about last episode, we have this voice in our head that says, this is the real you. And sometimes the real you is like, you're this slob, you're this piece of shit. That's the real <laughs> you. You're not fooling anybody. This yeah. is where you belong. And then sometimes this is the real you is the, I'm a walker. I'm a losing weight, working out, feeling good. That's who I am, yeah. you know, and you do it enough that you rewrite the definition of yourself. You start to believe it because it's true. Yeah, It's like me. I can say, look, I get up in the morning and I walk and I work out. That's who I am now. That wasn't who I was six months ago. <laughs> yeah. But today, that's who I am. That guy, wake up before my alarm, drink liquid IV to be hydrated. And, <laughs> you know, like I'm in a routine now and that that's who I am. If somebody asks me, I go, oh, yeah, I, I like to walk this or that or whatever. Like recreating who you are or redefining who you are, that's, that's a big step of it. That brings confidence and all different kinds of things. So, yeah, how you feel is a huge metric. That should be the most important metric. The other day, I was telling you, I took my kids to a town where nearby I had like an art walk where artists, you know, bring stuff yeah. out on the sidewalks and stuff like that. And I just took my kids and we ended up walking seven miles. Good Lord. And we did that. We went to the mall. We had, you know, frozen yogurt and all that other stuff. And I wasn't winded. I wasn't complaining. I had a great attitude because I kind of prepped myself for that. I mean, I wouldn't just get out on the track and walk seven miles. Yeah. But for whatever reason, we just got busy doing that and we had fun. And, and then I didn't beat myself up whenever I had frozen yogurt either. Yeah. You know, it was like, I'm going to 
be out here having fun. We had <laughs> we had ice cream, <laughs> and we had dinner, then we had frozen yogurt. <laughs> but again, I didn't beat myself up because one, this is what it's all about. This I'm getting healthy for myself to allow the ability to have fun with my kids and do those things, have the desserts, and not feel like a piece of shit afterwards, you know? Yeah, and I hope people that are listening that I know that that's probably some people's goals specifically is I want to be able to get out and do stuff with my kids and not feel hassled. Yeah. That dream can be a reality quicker than you think because, again, me and Mike are not both like this perfect image of health but even when i was still i was 295 i dropped down to 295 i was 15 pounds lost yeah i was able to do so much more even though i'm still you know heavy as hell but i like you said you i prep myself and then doing stuff like that was a breeze and able to interact and do things more with your family right It's a reality that can happen quicker than you think. It happens really fast, surprisingly so. Again, your body adapts well. And it's like, if that's your goal is to get out there and kill it, and that's how you're going to lose the weight, your body gets really used to that. And then it's not burning the calories you think because it gets pretty efficient at that. So it's like, that's why they say you can't out train a bad diet because your body does adapt so quickly. Just within a few weeks of walking, my cardiovascular health greatly improved. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of benefit to it. But the one good thing about being super body positive about this, too, is like you don't have to want to get healthy because you hate the way you look or you feel out of place. Hopefully, everybody loves who they are. Yeah. Maybe we have goals, but you don't want to hate who you are and you really don't want to feel ostracized for how you look. So it's like, really, this is about feeling good and getting healthy and adding years to our lives, but enjoying those years that we've added as well. A hundred percent, man. Okay. Well, let's get into an email that we got. Okay. From our friend, Justin. Hi, Justin. And he says, guys, I've been with you since the beginning of your other podcast. And now here I am. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Nodding my head in agreement with you. Family health history and obesity, along with Dr. Strong's suggestion, got me moving. I tracked calories with my fitness pal and with various workouts, lost 50 pounds slowly over two years. Nice. That is the way to do it. Now, however, I've slowly gained 25 pounds back. I look at the scale and think, hmm, it was a crazy weekend. (laughs) I'll buckle down and get back at it. And then you realize 25 pounds snuck up on you. Your podcast is literally speaking to me. I'm listening to episode three while on the treadmill. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm determined and I'm glad I have this community to push forward with. Thank you for the podcast and the extra push that I needed. Hey, thank you, Justin. And just as a welfare check, please uh, write us to let us know that you survived episode three because I feel like we were really down. Yeah. So I'm sorry you were listening to that while you were walking. It's funny, like episode one and two are like high listens. And then episode three, it's like kind of falling off a cliff. <laughs> like uh, these guys. Oh, he did give us a PS. He said, PS, the Minnesota State Fair. He's from Minnesota. The Minnesota State Fair is a little over a month away. So I probably will not be doing a calorie deficit during that week. <laughs> Which it, it kind of goes back to what I was just saying. The whole point is not to live our lives with these great restrictions. That's why I keep saying, man, do it slow. That way you can enjoy those sort of things and you don't hate yourself for it later. 
Yeah, exactly, man. So, yeah, thanks again for the email. And, yeah, email us. Let us make sure that you're still listening <laughs> after episode three, after we hit the wall. <laughs> but we do want it to be a community of encouragement. So, if you hear us on episode three losing our shit, hit us up and say, hey, you guys are better than this. Stop whining. <laughs> Get back to it. And likewise, if you need encouragement, selfishhealthpodcast at gmail.com. We want to talk to you. We want to make sure that we're connected with you. We know your story and we're encouraging you. And until next time, be be selfish. selfish.